0: Welcome back to the Triple That Podcast. Um, today we'll be talking about leadership. Would someone like to pray?
1: Sure. And bow your heads. Close your eyes. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for waking us up today. God, thank you for once again assembling Team Triple Threat. I pray that you bless this podcast today as we talk about leadership. We talk about role models. We talk about the examples that you've given us in the Bible, Lord. This is a very important topic, leadership. I pray that you give us wisdom. I pray that you help us articulate ourselves today as we discuss leadership. I pray that you bless all of the listeners of this podcast. I pray that you bless this ministry, Lord. I pray that it becomes what you want it to become. And I pray that you help us become the leaders you want us to be. I pray that you bless Kayana and her book. I pray that you bless Tony her ambitions. Um, I pray that you bless. Yeah, everybody that wants to be in leadership positions, I pray that you bless them, and I pray that our discussion today will help them on their journey. Um, yeah, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. amen. Okay. So last week we were talking about the George Floyd situation, and um you know, black leaders. So we're going to touch on that topic again today. Um, leadership. And I remember, Tony, you said something that you really admire in a good leader is humility, right? Humility. Yeah. Tony. Yeah, Tony, you said humility, Kiana you said the ability to to orate or you know express yourself clearly
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um let's give me some more characteristics of good leaders or things you admire in leaders like traits and characteristics before we start
0: honest uh, um, courageous, I guess. Assertive.
1: hmm
0: um, Passionate.
1: Mm-hmm. Honesty. Courage. Passion. What about you, Kayana?
2: Um a good listener. Yeah. Um someone who really takes time out and listens, not just to people, but have that quiet time set aside for God. Um yeah. a punctual person, that's just me. I want someone on time. <laughs> um and someone who is tactful. I guess I guess I already mentioned that about speech, you know, not stepping on people's toes. Um and not so much opinionated, but more so willing to take on other people's ideas and philosophies and see what works best for them and not so much about this is what I think we should do because I'm in charge
1: type of thing. Okay. I agree. I agree with what you just said, Kiana. A good leader wants to surround himself yeah, with people that are more qualified in like different areas than he is. And I agree with you too, Tony, passion and assertiveness. Those are very good characteristics of a great leader. And that comes with a strong belief. Am I correct? Passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That comes with a strong belief. And, um, Yeah. Yeah. Strong belief. Speaking of strong belief, we're gonna go into different examples of leaders. Okay, we're gonna be talking about Noah and Nehemiah. Okay. So Noah was, you know, how was he five hundred years old? when God gave him the mandate oh. to start mm-hmm. building the art, start watching out for the rain and stuff. Mm. And, you know, at that time, you know, it hadn't rained. So, you know, God had given them this vision of building this art. And, you know, only assume, you know, people were laughing at them giggling at him, criticizing him, hating on his plans. But he persevered because of his belief in God. He was passionate about God, you know, and. Yeah. If you lead. God will choose the right ones, you know, to be with you on your journey. You know. God gave him a family to help him so he wouldn't be alone. Okay. And, um Yeah. Right off the top of your heads, Tony and Kayana, what what makes Noah a good leader?
0: His obedience. Mhm.
1: Mhm.
0: Um, 'cause like Kiana was saying, like being a good listener to God and stuff because mm. it hadn't rained, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. not something what people were used to. So he could have easily like been opinionated and was like, Uh I don't I don't think so. This doesn't really make sense. I'm not really trying to do that. That's a lot. But no, he just he listened to what God told him to do and he did it.
1: hmm You can only imagine mm-hmm. what people are saying. You're talking about water falling from the sky? Like what are you talking about right what now? Is that? What is that? <laughs> you talk about everything is going to be submerged underwater. That's what, oh, man, look at this guy. But, yeah, yeah, that's what belief, belief, strong belief. Yeah. And that's attractive, too, in a leader. When a leader really believes in something, people are attracted to that. So that. You can also get caught up like that. That's how people get involved in cults because, you know, they're misguided and I'm sorry. Uh, Kayana, what were you about to say? <laughs>
2: um, uh, another quality that I think Noah had as a leader is, um, is temperament mm-hmm. or self-control because I would have gotten mad. Yeah, I mean, waiting 120 years. And having people laugh at me for those 120 years you know i would have had like a breaking down point so um so just the fact that he can keep a level head the whole time as he's building as he's preaching and being laughed at you know he just keeps a cool and calm head so that's nice Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and his efforts eventually brought salvation and safety to those who got on board with uh you know God's plans and God's vision that he gave to Noah about the flood. So yeah, I agree. Obedience and temperament. Those are illustrated very well in Noah. Yeah. I agree. And um Nehemiah. Nehemiah had a his story was similar to Noah's. You know, God had, um, well, it was actually his brother. He had heard news about Jerusalem and how the walls that came, you know, Jerusalem, it was in bad shape. Let's just put it like that. It was in real bad shape. The walls were crumbling down, probably rat infested, a whole bunch of stuff going on. And Nehemiah, once he heard that news, he wept. Immediately, God softened his heart about that. You know, when he cried out to God, please. Please help restore some kind of. Just some kind of nobility or what am I trying to say? Some kind of nobility or honor. So my, you know, my people, we're not supposed to be like this. We're your people, God. Please, I know we've done wrong, but just help me on this journey, God. And, um, you know, he went to the king. And the king, he told the king that he wanted to rebuild the wall. And, you know, the king saw the light of God in him, I guess. You know, and he let him go. And that's the thing, when you have like a mandate from God, like God will help you out. He really will. Mm -hmm. The king sent Nehemiah with like a bunch of soldiers. He sent him with an ordinance to, you know, maneuver to get to where he was going. He had all the supplies and stuff he needed. That doesn't mean like he didn't have trouble because he did have trouble too. You know, people were giggling at him too. You know, people just be nasty. Just, Just being nasty. You know, People writing letters to him. Oh, meet me in this field. Nehemiah was like, what What am I going to meet you in a field for? They they were trying to kill him. Meet him in a the field. They're building the wall. Somebody said there were three guys. There were three racist guys that were talking about Nehemiah. All the time he was trying to build the wall. I was like, look at this wall. Look at this wall. This wall is... Y'all are doing like a really horrible job. If I brought a fox, a 25-pound fox, and he rammed his head into this wall, the wall would come crumbling down. I mean, people just... But he persevered. He had a belief. And his intimacy with God came before his action. You saw that when he prayed... As soon as he heard the news about Jerusalem, the first thing he did, he broke down. He prayed. And God gave him a vision. Yeah. God sustained him. And Tony, like you were saying, leaders, they need to have humility. Nehemiah, when he got in the leadership position, he didn't get a big head. You know, he tried to barter and negotiate for lower tax rates and stuff or his people, you know. Mm. So yeah, that's powerful, man. Looking at examples in the Bible. So, what do you all think about that story? What do you admire most about Nehemiah? I guess.
0: I guess that perseverance, like you Kiana know saying, because like. Mm-mm. He could have easily gotten angry, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and just like gave up, but he just kept going, you know, because he cared about his people. He was like, "This isn't. I'm not about to let my people keep going on like this,"
1: you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, like, even though he wasn't, like, he was in another place, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even though he wasn't in that same position, it's like he still cared about them, where they were at. So yeah. It wasn't just about, oh, I'm good. I ain't got to worry about that, you know? Like, our current um, president. But, yeah, he wasn't like, I'm good. I don't have to worry about that. Like, he saw that his people were not in
1: good shape they were suffering yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: they were suffering so he he was like yeah this isn't okay something needs to be done so he went and did it yeah. so not Respect. only was he not just about himself he was you know he didn't just complain about it either he went and hmm. got it done That's yeah, he got meant. it done
1: yeah. mm-hmm. bribery people tried to bribe him they tried to get a priest to come. Oh, Nehemiah, just, just come with us. Come with us. He said, "Mm I gotta finish this little wall." Yeah. God was with them. Can um
2: something that I really admire. Um, I think I'm just more in tune to look at it now. Um, but is that the fact when he when he got the news, he just immediately prayed, mm. and it's not like he like he prayed for like two days no no no. this guy prayed for a long time and he took that time to not just pray but to to develop a plan so he prayed he had a plan he prayed some more he had some more plans and then once the time came he went to the king and he and he and he was tactful about it i'm I'm like draw you had skill (laughs) oh he was like he's he's like okay let's first find some common ground because you know he didn't want to be a threat to the king he was like you know we both want the we both want the success of you know this little tiny little village. He didn't mention the wall the first time. He's like you know this this little little place over here. You know it's been torn down and beaten up. You know I think we should restore it. You know make it look nice. I'm like oh yeah, the king's like yeah that sounds good. And then and then the king said okay, what can I help you with? Like what do you want me to do? What are you asking from me? And and this guy had a plan. He had a full blown. Plan. He said, "Okay, I need this. I need lettuce. I need money. I need wood. I need this. I need that. And it's, I'm, I'm going to be gone for two months, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to be gone again for two months." I'm like, "Bruh, you were so ready," mm-hmm. and I'm I, I I'm just like, "Man," and, and it all began at that point of prayer. Mm-hmm. He took again not just two days. He took months, I think, to pray and and you know to devote himself to figure out, okay, God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? And he did it. I mean, it was just execution. And I think that's really the key to like being a leader is that is that point of incubation to where you pray. Yeah, I went on a tangent, but
0: yeah.
1: That's beautiful. Tony, you were saying the same thing the other day, weren't you? About how leader as leaders, you need to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nehemiah is a great example of that. Thorough, extremely thorough. Yeah, and he a good example as well of how to deal with discouragement. Because those three guys, they were just messing with him the whole time. He was just he was like, can I please get some work done? And just sitting in the corner, hands on hips, leg, just staring at him. It's like, what is... <laughs> oh, man. Just talking, <laughs> talking, talking crazy.
0: He was like, I'm not really worried about y'all for real.
1: He said, God <laughs> just, you know... <laughs> hey... <laughs> Yeah, James one twelve. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who loved him. And Nehemiah, he loved God. Intimacy. Yeah. And uh, we can go to Modern day leaders, if you all would like, present day leaders. Okay, have you, you two heard of Barbara G- Jordan? Barbara Jordan. Yeah. See, I wanted to be like inclusive here. So, yeah. Barbara Jordan is, uh, she's a female black leader around the time of Civil Rights Movement. She was one of the first um, Congresswomen from the Deep South. Yeah, and this woman, she was a real deal, y'all. Brilliant. Just like both of you. Brilliant. Beautiful. I mean, just a well-rounded of. But anyway, but yeah, she was amazing, man. In the time of uh, John F. Kennedy and Lyndon B. Johnson, she fought for stuff like minimum wage and, you know, workers' rights and stuff like that. And going back to the thing we were saying, like belief, like belief sustaining you. She had a, a Christian background. You know That's really important for a leader. You need to have a strong belief system. And of course, we know about Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. He was a minister, Baptist minister, you know, had his ear on the pulse to on the you know on the pulse of all the issues of the black community. Yeah. So what do you what do you two most admire about Dr. King as a leader? What about him as a leader as a man? What do you admire most about him?
0: How peaceful he was.
1: How peaceful he was. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kayana?
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I think that peace is really woven through everything he, he's done. Because, I mean, like, from his speeches to even when people were being literally, like, just distraught in the in the streets while they were marching. He was over there shouting, hey, guys, stay peaceful, okay? Stay calm. We're going to be peaceful. I mean, he just, he that was always him. He was just like... Guys, chill. It's a peaceful thing. I mean, it's it's he's just known for peace. So I think that is one of his really defining qualities.
1: Okay, I agree. I
0: mean, you have to as a leader because you know you're setting the example of those that are following you. So if you don't say peaceful, they're not gonna. You know, I mean, they weren't, but they're not gonna even. No one's going to calm them down if everybody's in uproar, I guess. So you have to have that buffer, you know, that peacemaker.
1: I agree. Is being a leader a privilege?
0: I think it's more so like a duty than a privilege.
1: You do? Explain
0: that. What do you mean by is it a privilege?
1: Because Barbara Jordan, I'm going to read this quote to you, Tony. Okay. Barbara Jordan has a quote about privilege. Like, how it's a privilege to be a leader. One second.
2: Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see.
1: Here's a quote. It is a privilege to serve people, a privilege that must be earned. And once earned, there is an obligation to do something good with it. I guess in that quote, it does talk about duty, like as a leader a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I want you to explain yourself more about how it's a duty. Leadership is a duty.
0: I guess it, it is a privilege because not many people have not many people are able to be leaders
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I feel like those the characteristics of leaders kind of have to be cultivated sometimes like some people have natural like natural leadership skills but they still have to kind of be like Um, what's the word I'm looking for? sculpted, yeah, yes,
1: sculpted, refined, yeah,
0: so it's something that I mean, even though it is like it is beautiful to be able to help people and all that stuff and everything, but it's like you have to still work towards it, I guess, and I mean, even though somebody may have may be born with leadership skills. If they don't do that work and refining them and stuff, you can't really be a good leader for real. A person that may not have those same skills, if they work towards that, then they could be a good leader. So while it is a privilege, you still have to work towards it. You, have, you still have to work for it. I guess, um uh, I guess when I hear privilege, I think of uh, like it was kind of just handed, and it was easy, so that's when i that's why I say it's more like a duty, but I don't know if I'm understanding that correctly.
1: I think when she said privilege, I think she meant like it's like a very it's an opportunity like that you need to like take seriously I think that's what she meant in that and you were just very well on that Tony about how as a leader you need to you know refine yourself and work on yourself and your skills you need to take things seriously be a peacemaker yeah what about you Kayon what are you
2: um I disagree with the word privilege, Um, but I think we are all, what's the word? Okay, as Christians, I think we are all leaders by default Mm -hmm. because of what we're supposed to be doing in this world. So in that case, it's still not a privilege. It's more like, okay, you are, like Tony said, you're being cultivated, cultivated, you're being refined to do this job. So um, that's why I think we're needles by default. It's not a privilege. It's more like you are called, you are chosen. So step up and try your best to be what God has called you to be. That's kind of how I see leadership. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Dr. Gilbert, our Sabbath school teacher, he, um he shared something with us today about leadership, and it was very profound and powerful. I'm going to read it real quick. Your leadership arises from your identity. Who do you think you are? Who do others think you are? Identity is a relationship with God or idols. It is a choice you make. Yeah. Your identity. Your spirit spirit must have dominion over your flesh. Your faith must have dominion over your fears. God calls you as a priest to have dominion over your flesh and your fears. Identity is the soil. Character is the fruit. Personality follows character. In non-stressful situations, you see my personality. Personality. In stressful situations, you see my character. Okay. Can somebody's personality be changed and refined? Because what Dr. Gilbert was saying, he's saying character and personality, they're two different things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I agree. Yeah. So... Like, if somebody has, like, a meek personality or, like, an angry spirit or, you know, that's, if they don't, if they don't know God, do they have the capacity to be a leader?
0: If they don't know God?
1: Yeah. Somebody that's never heard of no. God. Never. Never.
0: They've never heard of God?
1: mm never. Okay.
0: They probably could be a leader, but are you saying, could they be a leader that's working for God?
1: No. Mm-mm. So you're
0: saying, could they just be a leader? Yes. I mean who's our president <laughs> you can be a leader but it doesn't mean you know y'all get what i'm saying so i mean but i feel like mean is more so a, a character and not personality i feel like a personality would more so be whether like Kind of your extroverted or introverted, like whether you really like being around people or mm-hmm. like you like being to, to yourself. But like a mean spirit and like being mean, like, cause character is formed by habits. And habits are formed by like small decisions that you make, the small choices that you make. So you can choose in different situations to be mean towards people. And the more you choose to be mean to people, that builds into your character. You have a mean character, but I don't feel like that's a personality.
1: Okay. What about the people that say President Trump is a good leader? People that say he's doing a lot of amazing stuff for the economy. Stuff like that, stuff for agriculture, farmers, stuff like that. He obviously, you know, he lacks. You know, he's making spirit. You know, he's not very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And try to surround himself with, you know, qualified people. It's his way, and that's it. You know, I guess the point I'm trying to ask is never mind
0: what go ahead
1: I was about to say you can't like to be a good leader like the president of a country but that's hard though because how can you lead like a country of 300 million people and have everybody be on the same side as you Yeah.
0: You- Y'all get what I'm saying? It's not Mm -hmm. possible. Yeah. But also, people could disagree with you, but you could still care about the people. I feel like there's a difference between... Okay, a lot of people disagree with me, but I don't really care anything about them. So, you know. And then, like, a lot of people disagree with me. I care about them, but this is what... I think is best, I guess. I don't know, that's why I was asking like, if you meant like a leader for God, because that like a good leader is subjective. So it all depends on like, what's your definition? That is. So it's kind of hard to make it, you know. But from a Christian standpoint, it's not. I don't think it's possible to be a good leader and not care about other people. Because if you're being a leader for God, God is love. God loves other people. You can't, you can't even have a relationship with God for real if you don't love his people. So from that perspective, no. Kayana, you go.
2: <laughs> um. So quiet. Was a <laughs> was, thank you. But um. Uh. I mean, I I agree. I mean, if we if we're talking about Christian leaders, then you know, it's all it's all about character. It's not necessarily about personality. Um. It doesn't depend on whether you're likable or not. It it just depends on if you're actually good at teamwork which leaders should be good at teamwork and delegation. Um, they kind of taught me that in engineering class. They said, what is more important? You making the best invention ever and it's succeeding or you working with other people making that invention, even though it might not be as great, but it'll still be a good invention. Which one would you cho- choose? And I chose, hey, teamwork, because teamwork is that much important. And if you can't play well, with others, then what are you doing? You're not a leader. And, and and you know, for a person who is who is not a Christian and you know they don't know anything about God, I have a question for you. Do you love people? And if that's a yes, then hey, you're on God's side because hey guess what? God loves people too. Right. So and and from there you are a good leader. You can be a good leader without knowing God. As long as you love people, that love Comes from God, so I don't care if you call yourself an atheist and you love and you love people. <laughs> There's some God in there, and God is love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you can be a good leader without not knowing anything about God. Um, and I think as long as you walk well with others, then hey, that is the start of being an awesome leader. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. I agree with both of you, but I have another question on the devil's advocate side. Okay. So um like you were saying playing, being able to, you know, cooperate and like you know, actually have like a team dynamic, that's very important. But what would you say to somebody that says you know what, like, we've been talking, like, a bunch of stuff, we've been having these meetings and stuff, but maybe we need somebody, like, a little rough around the edges to, like, clean this country up, you know, we were in a recession, you know, a lot of people on welfare, food stamps, unemployment, you know, like, maybe we need President Trump You know, he obviously doesn't play well with others, but he's a billionaire. You know, he started off with a million dollars. Yeah, he's been privileged, but he turned that into a billion dollars. You know, and that hard nose, that cutthroat personality, that helped him become successful. So maybe we do need that for, you know, to help America economically. Because people are laughing at us around the world. We're not really a superpower anymore. China's, they have all the production and they don't have any taxes or anything. So all of our businesses and jobs are moving over there, you know, further contributing to our crisis. The unemployment is still going up, you know. So what would you all say to that? Somebody that says, you know, we we might need a cutthroat at times like these. He's not the leader we necessarily, you know, want. What would y'all say to that?
0: Has he really done any, like, because I don't really pay too much attention because, you know, I don't try to. But um, has anything he's done really been beneficial
1: that you've seen? That I've seen?
0: Yeah. Well yeah. that can okay, like what?
1: No, go ahead, finish your question, Tony.
0: I was gonna say or can be seen as beneficial from any perspective. Cause even though if you might not see it as beneficial, somebody else could see it as beneficial. So like in general, like is there anything that he's done that could be seen as beneficial?
1: Well I know, like a lot of uh, like lower income people, they won't see this as beneficial. Mm-hmm. But he's cut like taxes and stuff on big businesses. You know, bringing you know factories and stuff back to. I think they opened the Apple factory in Texas. They're trying to bring the Ford Motor Company back. Um, we're out of the. Uh, I think it's NAFTA North American Free Trade Agreement. We're out of that. Um, farmers love him. He's supposedly, you know, starting a lot of programs and stuff for farmers and Yeah. Stuff like that. Unemployment's gone down too. Well it's actually gone up, you know, since coronavirus started it. But, yeah, stuff like that. And the, our relationship is de escalated with North Korea, supposedly, since he's gone over there in Russia.
2: What you think <laughs> 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 Um <laughs> the only thing i i I could really think of was how much power does Donald Trump actually have, and when I thought about it, I said he he pretty much i mean he he can he has some authority but he does not act alone. He cannot do basically anything without the whole branches, uh, the Senate and the House of Representatives and all those other people. Um, and so he does not do this alone, meaning that those other people in his corner who actually do these things, and he just, you know, puts his little signature on it, signs it, calls it a day. Not saying that he doesn't do anything more than that, but that's, he cannot act alone because this is not a tyrant a nation it, it's it's built on republic Democacy. type of democracy that's the word yes so um so you know if you want a rough type of leader that doesn't care for people but can promise economic success then hey okay let's go with donald donald trump but think about the other people who are there actually making the other decisions and the actual decisions that impact farms and, and industries and unemployment and all that stuff because mm-hmm. he cannot be it alone. So he's delegating and um, somewhat maybe not being a team player. So um, So yeah, if you want to go with one person, that's fine. But just don't neglect the other people that actually do stuff under him.
1: Okay. Um, the last question I have for us is: um, I want you all to share if you feel comfortable, like leaders in your lives, like people that you both look up to in your lives as leaders. I'll start, I guess. Um, My cousin, Lisa, she's a physician's assistant. Um, You know, I live in this small town. It's called Utah. Utah, Alabama. Um, E-U-T-A-W. And, you know, we have a hospital, but we don't have any doctors. So my cousin, Lisa, she runs the clinic and you know she's pretty everybody knows my cousin lisa like she's like a pillar of the of the community around here she's very she's very sympathetic she's very peaceful she's very you know everything we've been talking about you know a team player all of that and you know she adopted me you know My mom passed away and everything. She was, she's just amazing. And she's helping lead me on my journey, journey to manhood. My journey in Christ, she's giving me verses and stuff pretty much every other day to meditate on, you know. And both of you are examples of good leaders, too. You, Kiana, your ministry. What well, what kind of ministry is it? Like you have something organized with hospitals or mm-hmm. something like that? Yep. That's beautiful. You're a leader. You're industrious. And Tony, you, your ambitions. You know, I know I talk to you a lot. You know, I ask you a you know, for advice and stuff, and you're very sympathetic, and you listen, and you want to help, so those are just a few examples of the leaders that have been in my life, and the traits that I really admire in them, so what about you all?
0: my mom is mine because um you know my mom's a single parent so like seeing the sacrifices she's made even to like send me to private school my whole life you know and all the other sacrifices that she's made like it's not easy being a single parent I don't know from experience but I know from like you know but that's not easy, and, you know, even like the other cause that yeah, I'm really big, but yeah, so my dad is an alcoholic, so I grew up in an alcoholic home, and even in that environment, like she still has a relationship with God, and it's still strong, and she still has strong faith, you know? And she still depends on God for everything. And I think it's beautiful, like, despite the things that she's been through and stuff. And, like, how hard things have been sometimes. Like, you know, her faith is still strong. And she's very strong. And she never, like, gave up. Because it's easy sometimes to just, like, give up. You know, when stuff gets hard. But, you know. That perseverance, like you may have been talking about. That's beautiful. And you all as well. Kayana, I was watching a little Bible study video on Friday night. <laughs> it's on the website now, by the way. By the way, I study, oh. But it's on the website now. hmm <laughs> yeah, and then I watched your um your video on how you wrote your first book at seventeen. Oh my. Yeah,
2: okay. I mean, I'm
0: really proud of you.
2: Oh, thank you.
0: Oh I yeah. Mean, like Emmanuel <laughs> you said, you're like a very industrious woman. Very intelligent. <laughs> you know. You have a strong faith. Like hearing you when I hear you talk about the Bible, I'm like, Dad, like you you speak about the Bible with so much passion, Kayana. I was like wow. And like the connections you make too and see. Okay, let's see, I don't wanna you know. You know but yeah, Kayana, you're a good leader and Emmanuel, you are as well. You're also you're a very strong person. You're one of the strongest people that I know. And I admire that about you. Like, even the things that you've been through as well. The the life that you're choosing to live is beautiful. Cause that takes a lot of strength to choose, to choose what you're choosing to do. It takes a lot of strength. So I admire that.
2: thank you i i i think it's awesome cuz i mean this doesn't happen every day and just the fact that in the back of my mind i know that people are listening is crazy <laughs> because i mean who knew that i was going to find two people who love the lord and were amazing leaders and not just not just any type of leaders you know christians by default not like that but you know have have stepped up and said you know what i'm gonna do more i'm not gonna just yeah lead the people in my little world i'm gonna go outside and try to reach strangers people who don't even know my name or what i look like you know i'm gonna try to talk to them because maybe i can help them if i can just help one person you know then you know i 've reached my goal, and just cool because you know that 's all three of us, all three of us have decided to do that to talk to strangers and you know kind of be vulnerable and ask questions and stuff that most people don't do, and i've said it before because you know i 've been in a lot of podcasts and it just never happened so this is this is entirely cool, but on an individual level, um yeah, you guys are leaders in entirely so, Tony honey darling <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's just like i know we're all talking each other up but i think all of the traits that we've been saying for the past two episodes i think um on you know what a leader is 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 all defines who we are i mean obviously we are all team players uh tony emmanuel you guys are both very humble very level-headed and very confident individuals to be able to even do this um you guys are (laughs) so many stuff is running through my mind but i mean literally if i could pin you guys i don't want to limit you guys but pin you guys to uh leaders in the bible i would definitely say that emmanuel you're definitely nehemiah um and then tony I would say Estelle, but my little favorite is David, so I'm gonna pick you over there with David. Um, but yeah, I think I think we all three of us are really amazing leaders. and I can't wait to see how much we grow as leaders, especially when this coronavirus thing is over and <laughs> we can actually see people face to face. That would be nice. But but yeah, we are all some amazing Litos.
0: she's trying to get the water again <laughs> <Get> the <tissue. laughs>
2: mm. yeah
1: thank you thank you both of you that was beautiful
0: yeah I truly yeah. do feel like God put us together for this I truly do like in my heart I believe that yeah. I believe
1: that. Yeah, he definitely did, Tony. He did. There yeah, are plans to prosper this podcast, this ministry. I'm just grateful to be here. To be honest, like I'm just, thank you. I'm just grateful. I aspire to be like both of you. You're both uh, passionate about the Lord. And, you know, I get subconscious about that sometimes because, you know, up until recently, you know, I really hadn't made like a conscious decision to follow God. I was kind of running away to be honest, like isolate myself and everything from God, with this coronavirus and you know talking to Tony, starting our relationship, you know then I got introduced to UKana. It has been a blessing truly, and um I pray to be a good leader like both of you to get on your level. Yeah. Both of you are amazing. Amazing women. Women of God. Yeah. So that's it for the podcast. Um Does anybody want to pray? Pray us out. I guess I'll pray. That's all right. Everybody, bow your heads. Close your eyes. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Once again, always got to say that, Lord, thank you for waking us up because a lot of people didn't wake up this morning. Thank you for just thank you for putting me in this situation, God. This uncomfortable situation this I haven't been grateful for this situation like I should be, but I've grown my relationship with you, Lord, and my relationship with you is the most important it's the most important thing you know that relationship for anybody you know to have a relationship with you sorry, thank you, Lord. Thank you for putting. Tony and Kayana in my life. Examples of great leaders. Um, I pray that you bless Tony's mom, um, her daddy, her family. I pray that you bless Kayana, her family. And I pray that you bless both of their dreams, Lord. Their ambitions. Um, And I pray that you continue to help grow this podcast continue to grow this ministry um and anybody that has listened to this podcast and they have questions about being leaders or i pray that we we've at least shed light on the topic lord um and just thank you god thank you for everything for, forgive us for our sins and um yeah. Amen.
0: Um I also have a friend that will be launching her own stickers that will be um sold and they're for they're representing black STEM majors but the money that will be made from them will go to support the black lives matter movement and stopping police brutality so if you would like the information for that shoot us an email um, they're not launched yet they'll be launched around august 1st so if you want any more information shoot us an email at